Yes, we are welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toladano. John Wall doesn't need no introduction. It's an insider's look at the NBA and culture surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick of the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Kalshi. Maybe you thought uh, on the future of TikTok. Will Congress ban it? Or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album win album of the year? Will Biden's approval rating go up? Will it go down? Or inflation? You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. You're smart. You know things. Bet on it. $20 bonus if you go to Kalshi.com slash stereo. Spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. Kalshi.com slash stereo. Get in the game. There is no guarantee of performance. An investor could lose their entire investment. Investment fees. iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at Kalshi.com. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The I Am Rappaport Stereo Podcast Live. You're down with Rappaport. Yes, I am. 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 You better tune in. I am Rappaport.com. Because every single podcast, you know he drops bombs. I seen him on set. A seasoned vet with true talent. Catch him on his way to CrossFit. Rocking the new balance. He asked me to do the track because he know I rhyme elite. But I'm just waiting for the Robert De Niro line of the week. Breakfast of champions. Toasted bagel, cream cheese, and locks. This is I am Rappaport. The show never stops. We might catch him out. In public, stretching his knees. But if you don't listen to the show, yo, wiggle, please. Wiggle, please. This is the I Am Rappaport Podcast. What's up? This is Michael Rappaport. You are now listening to a brand new I Am Rappaport Stereo Podcast. On today's podcast, I am insulted. I am insulted to my core that Laker fans are now claiming to have the most dysfunctional franchise in basketball. Kiss my ass. That goes to us, the New York Knicks. Plus, an 18-year-old who sued his school because he wasn't vaccinated just got the chicken pox, the jokes on you, jerk off. Another Friday, another school shooting, of course, and a whole bunch more. It's a brand new 
banging I Am Rappaport Stereo podcast. Miles Jordan, we're going 15 deep rounds. Give me something real nice. Yes, something real proper. Okay. But most importantly, yo, give me something real fucking funky. Let's go. Stereo Podcast is here. Championship Podcasting. 15 rounds of the most disruptive podcast in the world. My name is Michael Rappaport, a.k.a. the Disruptive Warrior, a.k.a. the Gringo Mandingo, a.k.a. Mr. New York, a.k.a. Yes, Mr. A.K.A. Yes, my new name, I just threw it in there, is the Disruptive Warrior. I want to give a shout out to uh, Mr. New York uh, 14 on Instagram, uh, Mr. Dot New York, M I S T E R dot New York on Instagram, uh, for giving me that, uh, that title, the Disruptive Warrior. Um, and he's a great follow. And he makes some dope-ass I Am Rappaport stereo podcast art. He has the Gringo Mandingo in a cartoon figure. And it just makes me so happy. It makes me so happy to see myself as a cartoon figure. Um, But we are here. We are here. Uh, It is the I Am Rappaport stereo podcast. It is Friday. What a fucking week again. I, I, I I hate to say it again, but every time we get to Friday... I'm always like, whew, holy shit, ah, we made it, and yes, we fucking made it to another Friday, it is uh, May, May 10th, this podcast is being released on 2019, May 10th, um, I gotta say, uh, I'm gonna jump into the NBA stuff, I'm gonna jump all over the place today, uh, the NBA the NBA playoffs has been really fucking good. Uh, whether your team is winning, whether your team is losing, whether your favorite player is sick, shout out to the Philadelphia 76ers, Joel Embiid. You have to trust the process and you need to trust the penicillin. Trust the pharmaceuticals, okay? Because that fucking guy, uh, you never know what you're going to get with Joel Embiid. Um, with all his goofy shit and his stomach aches and his boo-boos and his bad knees and his bad back. And I never want any player to suffer from any injuries. But it is fucking funny. A guy that talks so much shit uh, dealing with a stomach. Now, if he has uh, upper respiratory infections, I don't laugh at that. Okay? But when I hear about seven foot three guys that talk shit. And flail and flop and do all this other bullshit. And then you got a little boo-boo, your little stomachache. I laugh at that. Keep that to yourself. Okay? I know that's a part of being an adult and all that stuff. People get stuck. Listen, I got ulcerative colitis. Okay? Uh, It's a fucking situation. I got all kinds of fucking problems myself. Okay? Yeah, I'm not uh, a 23-year-old basketball player. But I got fucking situations myself. Okay? I got my own fucking problems. So, Joe Embiid, I want to hear you fucking crying. You're whining. You're seven foot three. Uh, we're going to get to the 76ers. 
uh, versus the Raptors in a second. But man, I got to say, just in general, when I think about, we're only in the second round of the NBA playoffs. Um, and man, there's been so, so many great moments. The four overtime game between the Denver Nuggets and the Portland Trailblazers. We'll get to that series in a minute. Um, Giannis bouncing back. It looked like he was fucking done. Looked like the Boston Celtics uh, had figured him out. And he fucking came back with a a roar. Um, and, and then the other night with the Kevin Durant thing. Listen, I'm biased. You know I fuck with the Golden State Warriors. Okay, I love the Warriors. Um, I love that team. I love Steph. I love Clay. Uh, although Draymond drives me nuts, he frustrates the shit out of me. I love him. I love Steve Kerr, and I love Kevin Durant. I just I want to see the Warriors win the championship. So I am going to be biased uh, when it comes to uh, the Golden State Warriors. This is biased talk here. Okay, you're not going to get unbiased. This isn't uh, the great Skip Bayless, uh, Shannon Sharp, who are also biased, but they try to keep things, uh, you know, relatively uh, biased. Uh, unbiased, um, and you know, Stephen A., whatever. Most of these people are they're, they're, they're reporting, so they can't really like a favorite team, a favorite player. And I want the Warriors to win. That being said, that moment when Kevin Durant got hurt and you know was looking, you know, behind him and he like seemed so confused, and it and it was really kind of fucked up to see such a great player, whether it's LeBron, Tom Brady, you never want to see any of these guys get hurt, especially during the playoffs, especially what uh, we thought was a major injury. And in my opinion is I still feel like uh, Kevin Durant's uh, reported strained calf is a little bit more serious than they're letting on. I don't know why I don't believe these reports, um, but I just don't. I just don't. I feel like it's a little bit more serious. They're saying it's not an Achilles, but Jesus, that was that was so scary to see and it was so dramatic and to happen in Golden State uh during uh, uh game five of the playoffs with them neck and neck with the Rockets the Rockets ain't going anywhere the fucking Rockets are improved they're tough uh PJ Tucker uh James Harden uh Chris Paul who's definitely on the decline uh he doesn't seem obviously you get a little older but he just I don't know, I, all the whining and complaining and all that stuff. I feel like uh, Chris Paul is definitely on the decline. He, he's had a great career. I'm not saying he should retire, but he's just not the same guy. Uh, but it's been a great series. But that moment was just fucking crazy. Um, and I really hope that Durant is okay. And the whole Kevin Durant situation of it all and the calf and the Achilles and what is it? it people were, were thinking not just about this series, and the Warriors' immediate future, because as great as Steph and Clay are, and as great as Draymond and and Iguodala and and those guys are when they're clicking, um, they're not used to playing without Kevin Durant right now. Uh, they're not used to playing without Boogie Cousins and Kevin Durant right now. It'll be if they're able to win a championship or even make it to the finals. Fuck a championship if they're even able to make it to the NBA Finals because they got the Western Conference Finals next. You're going to be duking it out with the Denver Nuggets or the Portland Trailblazers. Um, it ain't easy. Jamal Murray and that fucking bruiser, Jokovic, the Joker, 
and Dame Dollar and CJ McCollum, that ain't no easy, that ain't no easy road. And and Dame Dollar in the Western Conference Finals, if if it works out like that, versus the Warriors, and he's from Oakland, it's going to be tough. Um, but it's been a great playoff altogether, and I really hope that uh, Kevin Durant is okay. And you know, the conversation became um, with the Knicks. If this is a long-term injury, if it turns out that it is an Achilles uh, injury, and I really, truly hope it isn't, should the Knicks pick up Kevin Durant? And I have to say, if it was an Achilles injury, and again, I'm saying it one more time, that it's been reported that it's not an Achilles injury, and I really hope that it isn't, the Knicks can't pick him up. The Knicks can't pick up an injured Kevin Durant. We've suffered through so much for so fucking long you know when in this rebuild in this david fisdale ever when we have uh draft picks when we have uh money when we have salary cap and all this shit that i really don't understand for the most part it's championship or bust that's it it's championship or bust there's no easter conference finals there's no oh we've made the playoffs for the last three years we need the fucking rings and things. The New York Knicks have not won a championship since 1973. It's embarrassing. It's ridiculous that the Knicks have not won a championship since 73. I don't care about going to the finals. I don't care about going to the Eastern Conference finals. I don't care about none of that shit, Duke. I care about them rings and things only. Um, the Kevin Durant, uh, whether or not he goes to the Knicks or whether or not he's healthy, uh, was uh, the main drama and storyline. Uh, the second main drama and storyline uh, the other night was Kyrie and the Boston Celtics. That caught me by surprise. I'm going to be totally honest with you. Um, I was rooting for the Boston Celtics as much as I could root for the Boston Celtics and the Milwaukee Bucks I really I don't have I don't have a, a real horse in that race I, I don't really give a shit you know uh, I love Kyrie as a player I love uh, Giannis as a player um, I love Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown and, and that team um, but I'm never gonna really fucking root for a Boston Celtic team um, and it looked like Boston was gonna definitely lose but I, I have to be honest, when they actually got bumped the fuck out of the playoffs, old feelings, good old feelings arose in me. I started having flashbacks and feelings of Bucky Dent uh, uh, hitting that little blooper home run. Yeah, over the green monster. Yeah, and, and what that felt like as a little kid. That daytime baseball game uh, in Fenway Park, that, that was beautiful. I started to think about the fucking Boston Bruins, those animals, those savages, Terry O'Reilly and those fucking goons. Uh, when they climbed over the ice rink into Madison Square Garden and started beating up fans in New York City, in Madison Square Garden, uh, one of those savages from the Boston Bruins started beating one of the New York Rangers fans with his own shoe. Yeah, I started thinking about that. And then I started thinking, of course, of uh, Eli Manning 
uh, and Lawrence Taylor and Harry Carson. I started thinking of football and Bill Parcells. And I, and I started thinking of kicking the fucking Patriots' ass throughout the years, the wins, the losses, but, but most importantly, the two Super Bowl wins as of late. Yes, with uh, good old Michael Strahan fucking Tom Brady. Remember that? That was great. And David Tyree, remember that? And Plaxico Burris. And watching them walk off the court and watching fucking Kyrie Irving, who's had so much to say this year. And I don't know if I'm going to stay. I don't know if I'm going to go. And remember when Kyrie Irving... And for some reason announced that him and LeBron had a phone call midseason, remember? And Kyrie Irving said, you know, he spoke to LeBron and he apologized LeBron because he didn't he didn't understand uh, when he played in Cleveland what he was going through. And now he's going to fuck you, Kyrie Irving, and fuck Terry O'Reilly and the Boston Bruins. OK, and fuck Bill Belichick and fuck Jim Rice. Roger Clemens and Big Poppy and all the fucking Boston Red Sox. Fuck them. Fuck Goodwill Hunting. Fuck Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch. Fuck Bill Burr, Dennis Leary, and everything that has to do with Boston. That's how I felt. Okay? Watching them get eliminated from the playoffs. I'm sorry. I'm being honest. That's I felt I felt like fuck you. Boston, yay, assholes, yay, you got fucking bumped, good, get your fucking, is there a one-way flight from Boston to Aruba, get your fucking ass, you, you pack your shit, okay, you're now on summer vacation, Boston, that's that's how I felt, and, and it caught me off guard, because like I said, there's certain players that I really do, I like Mark, I, there's, all, it's not the same, it's not the Kevin McHale days, it's not the Robert Paris, not the Danny Ainge days, not the Larry Bird days, not the Bill Fitch days of the Boston Celtics. It's different. It's different. It's a different time. But watching them lose, nah. It felt it felt right, right at home. It felt just like the 80s. Felt like just like the late 70s. Okay? Felt just like uh, uh the 2000s when we fucking beat the shit out of them in the Super Bowl. And I want to give a shout out to the Carolina Hurricanes. Who's that? Yeah, the Carolina Hurricanes are an NHL team. I know nothing about hockey. But apparently, I was informed that the Carolina Hurricanes, the NHL team from Carolina, doesn't sound like a scary team. Ooh, we're the Carolina Hurricanes. Also, uh, there's real Hurricanes in the Carolinas. Why are you making fun of it with the Carolina Hurricanes? That's neither here nor there. They're playing the Boston Bruins in NHL playoffs right now. Shout out to the Carolina Hurricanes. Beat their fucking asses. You have a bandwagon fan in the Gringo Mandingo. Okay? You have the, a bandwagon fan in me, Michael Rappaport, a.k.a. the Disruptive Warrior. I'm rocking with you this year. Okay? I fucks with the Carolina uh, Hurricanes. Now, I don't know if Kyrie Irving is going to leave Boston. I think they're done with him. I don't know if he's going to try to come to New York. I don't know if he's going to try to team up with LeBron James at the Los Angeles Lakers. But why the fuck would he do that? Moving on, Segway King. The Los Angeles Lakers do not have a coach. Ty Lu. Ty Lu should have an asterisk next to his world championship that he won with the Cleveland 
Cavaliers. The reason why you won that fucking championship is because LeBron James was super human. He was unbelievable. He was ridiculous in that series when they came back 3-1 to one versus the Warriors. That Game 7 performance when he blocked Iguodala's shot, that's why you have your fucking ring, Ty Lue. That's the only fucking reason. Well, negotiations are off. Ty Lue is not going to be the Lakers coach. Ty Lue was offended by the offer the Lakers made him. He was offended that they didn't offer him a five-year deal. They only offered him a three-year deal. Nobody else is offering you jack shit, Ty Lue. Now, I'm sure you made a lot of money. I think he's owed $10 million by the Cleveland Cavaliers. And I'm sure he doesn't need to coach, but I'm sure he wants to coach. Your name does not come up unless LeBron James brings your name up, Ty Lue. You ain't Red Auerbach. You ain't Red Holzman. You ain't Phil Jackson Duke. LeBron James got you that fucking ring. Just like steroids got Sammy Sosa all those fucking whole runs. Okay? You should be happy your name was even brought up. You were offended. The Lakers are in disarray. Okay? They just had a fucking protest outside the Staples Center. The fans... And I'm going to tell you something. You know, uh, uh, since this happened with Ty Lue, all these people are saying that the uh, the Lakers are the most dysfunctional uh, franchise in the NBA. I'm offended by that. You motherfucker. You got a lot of... You know how many fucking... Ban- you ever been in the Staples Center? You know how many banners are hanging up? You know how many retired numbers are hanging up in the Staples Center? Shaq, Kobe, Kareem, Magic, James Worthy, Pat Riley. This is a fucking storied franchise. The Knicks haven't even retired Bernard King's number yet. Okay? Number 30 isn't even in the fucking rafters. We have nothing, you motherfuckers. You're talking about dysfunction. You've had a couple of bad seasons. You've had a couple of seasons where where, where things haven't fallen your way. Kobe Bryant just retired. I I don't care that they didn't win any championships his last few years. You don't know what dysfunction is. This is the most dysfunctional. Fr- You're not even in the Knicks level of dysfunction. I'm offended by that. And I appreciate that you guys expect greatness. I appreciate that the fans are out there protesting like assholes. I believe Miles Davis of the I Am Rapport Stereo Podcast production team, a.k.a. the Dust Brothers, was one of the assholes in front of Staples Center protesting along with Mr. Morris. The Minister of Defense was out there protesting. You got fucking nerve protesting. 1973. The greatest city on earth with the world's most famous arena. That's the last time we've won a championship. Talk to me about fucking dysfunctional. I don't want to fucking hear it. New York Knicks fans have dysfunctional cream in their coffee. Okay, New York Knicks fans don't eat peanut butter and jelly. We eat peanut butter and dysfunction. That's all we know. Okay, the only people that saw the 1973 championship Knicks are a bunch of old fucks. No disrespect to my dad who's 86. No disrespect, dad. 
Okay? But if you weren't born, shit, if you're not 50, if you're not 60 plus years old, you really couldn't appreciate the last time the Knicks won a championship. That's fucking dysfunction. Okay? I was three years old when the Knicks won their last championship. You think I was at the fucking parade? Get the fuck out of here. Yes, I directed an award-winning documentary, When the Garden Was Eden, about that time. Okay? Yes, I, I, I know. I've studied. I've learned. I know all about Dave DeBuscher, Willis Reed. Here comes Willis. You fuck you. Here comes Willis, Monroe, Frazier, everything. I know all about that team. But it shouldn't be that way. The Lakers can pick seasons, okay? And do documentaries about specific seasons. Season after season. You can't do a documentary uh, about the Lakers. It'd be like a a 25-hour thing. You could do it on this team and this team. You could do it on the on the, the three-peat with Shaq and Kobe. You could do it when Kobe won. I mean, there's those documentary each won the seasons. Talk to me about dysfunction. The New York Knicks owner, James fucking Dolan, is banning fans who tell him he's a fucking asshole. James Dolan sits uh, in front of the Knicks team with a head full of dyed hair, with his arms crossed. He's like five foot six. With, this, I don't want to hear about dysfunction. Yeah, it's a, it's, it's a joke that Kurt Rambis' name is being brought up. It's even more of a joke that Kurt Rambis' wife's name is being brought up as somebody who's helping to make decisions with the Los Angeles Lakers in 2019. But don't, don't fucking complain to me about dysfunction, Laker fans. You don't know true blue, deep-rooted, soulful dysfunction. Oh, no, you don't. Now, the final thing I want to say about Kevin Durant and his alleged calf strain, and I truly do hope it is, is that uh, little known fact is that me, uh, 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 the Gringo Mandingo, in the 2015 NBA Celebrity All-Star Game, in, uh, right there in Madison Square Garden, the world's most famous arena, I actually suffered the exact same injury. Yes, yes, I walked away from that game with a uh, reported calf strain. At one point, I thought that my fucking leg had fallen off. Um, obviously, I wasn't exerting or as being uh, productive as Kevin Durant has been as of late. I've had my moments. That was a guy back in the 80s. It was mostly three on three. That's neither here nor there. But I can relate to having a calf strain. And I will say this, if it is in fact a calf strain with all the technology, all the uh, the cryotherapy, all these incubators and all this stuff, I believe that Kevin Durant will make it back for the Western Conference Finals. Because me, the gringo man dingo, after about a week or two with nothing, I was back to normal. Uh, uh, again, I'm not comparing myself to Kevin Durant as of now, but if you find some tape of me uh, in the 80s, you might see uh, some similarities. Moving on. It's time to play this week's game of America's Next Top Shooting. Yes, America's Next Top Shooting. Every week we have a shooting. Every week we have a shooting in a school. Uh, This week, unfortunately, uh, this this will not... 
uh, last long in the news cycle because only one student was killed and only eight were injured. Obviously, I'm being super sarcastic. Um, what a shame. What a shame. Every week, there's a fucking shooting. This time, it happened in Highland Ranch, uh, Colorado, which is not too far from Columbine. It happened in a STEM school with kids all the way down. It was, it was a high school that goes all the way. So it's like one to 12, first through 12th grade. So you have little kids, little small kids in there with 17 year olds, two fucking assholes came in there and they started shooting. Um, one was 17, one was 18. Uh, only one kid was killed, fortunately. Um, and these little kids have been traumatized. Looking at the video, and it is a, a multicultural school. There's a lot of different kinds of kids in this school. Um, imagine the terror. Imagine the impact uh, if you're a third, fourth, fifth grade kid, uh, let alone if you're an 11th, 12th grade kid. This will have on your life every fucking week there's a shooting. Kids of all ages were in there terrified, crying, scared for their fucking life, being let out by uh, troopers in, in SWAT gear to protect them. And then you got the two fucking shooters uh, who, who, were, who were arrested. They're showing up in court. One of these freaks, you freak, you fucking freak. He, he had his hair dyed. It's like pink and purple. You freak. And they're in there in the court. They're not bruised up. You shoot in a school, you have no rights. You should show up to court with your face beaten up, with an arm broken, limping on crutches. You should lose all rights immediately. The police should be kicking your fucking ass for doing something like that. One of these freaks is in there. He's had his, his hair dyed in front of his face. He's probably going to get a fan mail from other sick fucks around the world that think he's cute or hot or that could recognize his awkwardness and his shyness. Fuck your shyness. Go to therapy, asshole. Fuck your shyness. Start a podcast like everyone else. Podcasts are like assholes. Start a YouTube channel. Get a fucking hobby. Play the flute. Get on a volleyball team, you fucking loser. Don't shoot up the school, you fucking loser. Disgusting. Disgusting. And this emo shooter shot up a fucking school. Shave that fucking pink purple hair off that motherfucker's head. You have no rights. You, you, you've lost all your rights. Lock him up for the rest of his life. You're in jail for life. No questions asked. You don't get to talk about parole. Okay? I don't care that you're 18. I don't care that you were bullied. Fuck you. Fuck you. Call a 1-800 number. Fuck you. You go into a school and you shoot it up with 9-year-olds and 10-year-olds. Every week this shit happens. It's ridiculous. It's embarrassing. It's disgusting. And we forget about the people, the victims who didn't get hurt. The fear they must live in. The trauma they must live in. Imagine... Dealing with, you know, like you're like uh, if a kid, you know, uh, breaks his arm or breaks his wrist or falls off his, bi his bike as a parent, you're like freaked out and concerned. Imagine these parents of these kids, how freaked out and concerned they are of the ones that made it out alive, let alone the ones that got shot and let alone that poor student that got killed. 
You got students diving towards gunmen. They're looked at as heroes. This shouldn't be something that's heroic. This shouldn't be something that even you even think about, that you even consider doing. Being a 16, 17, 18-year-old and you're diving towards a gunman that's shooting at you? Every fucking week this bullshit happens. I'm so fucking sick of it. I am Rappaport Podcast. Boston Red Sox, what a shithole that team is. And I'm not just being biased here. So the uh, Boston Red Sox, who won the World Series, um, are in complete divide. Shocking. Shocking. I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised. The the white players from the Boston Red Sox, uh, the majority of the white players, are going to the White House to meet Dick Stane, Donald Trump, uh, and the black and Latin players, because there's so many Latin players in uh, Major League Baseball, they said, fuck Dick Stane, Donald Trump. They don't have any team unity. It's just complete individuals. Let's not forget, and I have a bunch of friends. I was bullshitting early. Listen, the sports stuff is bullshit. It's not real, okay? I know a lot of good people. I got a lot of good friends. Shout out to my man, Static Select. I got tons of friends uh, from Boston. They're all good people, Um but historically, the uh, Boston has been one of the most racist cities in the world. Anybody from Boston will tell you that. It's part of the culture of Boston. That's an actual fact. It's actually part of the culture of Boston. I'm sure it's gotten better, but you can't fix that stuff. So the majority of the white players are going to the White House and uh, 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 half of the team, it's like, it's, it's, it's half is going, half isn't. Sort of favoring uh, more guys are going. Why you want to go meet Dick Stane, Donald Trump? Why you want to go meet uh, this president is beyond me. Whether you're white, black, Puerto Rican, and Haitian. Name is Fife Dog from the Zulu Nation. Shout out to Fife Dog. Shout out to a Trap Cold Quest. Why would you want to go meet this pig? Where are your taxes at, Duke? They, they want your tax. This motherfucker, Dick Stain, Donald Trump, I'll tell you something. He's out there goofing around, laughing. I was watching him at a rally the other night. He's, he's, he's bullshitting, making up these fake scenarios, these fake Clint Eastwood scenarios. Where are your taxes at Duke? And anybody that still supports Dick Stain, Donald Trump, especially publicly, Anybody that still rocks him, especially these people that go to these rallies and sit there and laugh at this guy and celebrate him and cheer for him, fuck each and every one of you. This guy's beyond belief. And, you know, we talk about the racism, the divide of the uh, Boston Red Sox. In my heart of hearts, in my heart of hearts, I truly believe the backlash of Donald Trump had to do with simply... Simply had to do with the fact that Obama, that Barack Obama was black. That shit permeated deep in people. People, oh, what are you talking? Yo, if you're saying to me, what are you talking about rap? You're tripping rap right now? Yo, you're probably not racist. Okay, I don't think uh, 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 the majority of people that listen to this show are racist. How could you be? We play that funk. We play that soul. This is a funky, soulful podcast. This is a melting pot of shit talking 
All flavors, all colors are welcome. I am a Ashkenazi Jew. Celebrate them all. But there's a majority of people in this country, but the sole fact that they had to sit there and look at a black man for eight years and acknowledge him for president. These people are saying this about Donald Trump. He may be this. He may be that. He may lie. He may talk out of both sides of his mouth. He may be corrupt. He may have meddled with Russia. We don't care. At least he's not fucking black. Yo, there are people in this country. It's sad. It's hard to wrap your head around it if you're not a sick, racist fuck. The majority of this people feel that way. At least he's not fucking black. At least he's not an N-word. That's what they think. That's what they think. And, and like, well, at least he's not Hillary Clinton. She did this. She did that. Yes, she did this. She did that. You think Hillary Clinton would be going on, lying, getting people locked up, her cabinet being fired? No, no one would do this. I don't care if it's another Republican for the next eight years as, as the president. This guy is a piece of shit. You think entire teams would decide not to go to see Hillary Clinton or any other president? You think that'll happen again? Fuck no. This guy's a piece of shit, and so much of it has to do with race and the hate and the ramifications of having a black man as president. People don't care. They don't care. They're like, at least he's not fucking black. They don't give a shit about anything else. Damn shame. What else is going on? San Francisco, I'm coming up there next weekend, San Fran. I will be up there in the Bay Area next Saturday, the 18th, at Cobb's Comedy. That show is sold out, Duke. The show is sold out. The 19th, Cobb's Comedy. There are tickets available. May 19th, next Sunday, at Cobb's Comedy. There are tickets available. You can come see me perform live in San Francisco stand-up comedy at Cobb's Comedy. Tickets are available at Cobb'sComedy.com. And then the second, I'm coming down to San Diego. June 2nd, I will be down there in San Diego. I'm going to tear shit up in San Diego. Also, June 2nd at the American Comedy Company. Tickets are available at AmericanComedyCo.com. AmericanComedyCo.com. I really hope the Warriors are still in it. Yo, the Warriors could not be in it by the time I get up to San Francisco to perform on the 18th and 19th. That would be bugged out. Now, I don't know much about anti-vaxxing, not anti-vaxxing, but I do know a dumb fuck when I see one. 18-year-old Jerome Kunkel. He's an 18-year-old. He made headlines after he unsuccessfully sued his Kentucky high school for barring unvaccinated, unimmunicized students amid an outbreak. He tried to sue the school. Everybody's looking for a come up. This guy's in some Catholic school. You're looking for a come up, Duke. Is his lawyer told the media that his symptoms developed. Well, anyway, this asshole who tried to sue his high school because of anti-vaccination uh, uh, rules and all this. And, and you know, th this is serious. Anything can happen. 
Well, this asshole who wasn't vaccinated, that's probably his parents' choice. He's Catholic school. You know, everybody's looking for the come up. Just because you're, uh, you're religious doesn't mean you're not looking for the come up. You ain't fooling me, Duke. Okay? This asshole, Mr. Lawsuit, okay, who's saying that vaccination is immoral and illegal and sinful. Really dumb fuck? Yeah? Well, this prick just got chicken pox. You're 18 years old. You got chicken pox. How do you like that, you dumb fuck you? Ha ha! You asshole. You're so fucking smart. And your deeply religious beliefs and this, that, and the other, and it's sinful. Now you got fucking chicken pox. You look like a you look like a fucking prick. They barred him from the school playing basketball because he wasn't a uh, he didn't have the vaccination. You think you oh you, get the fuck out of here with your Bible and your constitution and these books and and these these laws and theories from nine, you know uh, three hundred fifty years ago. You dummy. You asshole, you're 18 with chicken pox. You're supposed to get that when you're a kid, when you're a toddler, when you're four or five years old. You're 18. You got the chicken pox. The joke's on you, jerk off. I am Rappaport Podcast. I want to give a shout out to Eric Sermon of EPMD, the Green Eyed Bandit. Got a dope record that he produced uh, called Vernia, V-E-R-N-I-A. So well produced. Um, you should check it out. Download it wherever you download records. Vernia uh, by the great Eric Sermon, um, who produced a lot of shit. Yo, Eric Sermon, the E-Double, the Green Eyed Bandit from EPMD, one of the best hip-hop groups ever. Uh, he, he, was, he was, yo, the Hit Squad produced a lot of shit for Keith Murray, uh, uh, Busta Rhymes. Redman himself for EPMD, uh, various one-offs. But this is a dope new record uh, that I really like. I've been rocking uh, this week. And there's some some good hip-hop, some dope hip-hop. Uh, is Although some of it's not main, main, mainstream. Uh, you know, I mentioned the other day Styles P from The Locks. That record's still banging in my playlist. And this Vernia record came out about two weeks ago. Check it out. Uh, the E-Double from EPMD. It's a, it's a dope record. I'm not going to do uh, the sick fucks of the week um, because I'm starting to, I can hear my voice. I can feel my voice. Um, but I wanted to tell you there was an update on on this guy. I think we, I don't think we, yeah, we called him a sick fuck. Remember the asshole who killed the mob boss uh, because his niece wouldn't date him or something like this? This happened on Staten Island. Remember this guy, Anthony Comello? Uh, yeah, well, he's in prison and now he's scared about being marked. After uh, slaying, killing a mob boss. He, he's afraid that he's a marked man. He's fearing for his life. Uh, duh, asshole. That's, that's how it works. You, you, you killed uh, Gambino crime boss. Okay, you killed Frankie boy Callie outside his fucking home. You think uh, uh, shit is sweet? You think shit is... You're complaining now? You had the fucking balls to pull the trigger on, on Frankie boy. Huh? You weren't worried then, were you, asshole? You should be fucking... It's the mob. That's how... You didn't see fucking The Godfather of Goodfellas? Donnie Brascow? Casino? That's how it works. And now all of a sudden, you're afraid for your life? Uh, and finally, in Florida, uh, this is a true blue uh, sick fuck, although we're not doing the sick fucks of the week, but a man in Florida is on the loose. 
Okay, we got to put an APB out. You got to look this up because if you're in Florida, you got to find Brian Slocum. Matter of fact, put him down as a top 10 sick fuck of 2019. There's no way he won't be in the top 10 at the end of the year. Uh, This Florida man went into a pawn shop in Sarasota, Florida, okay, and tried to pawn off his baby in the pawn shop, okay? He was caught on film. Obviously, this cocksucker must have been on bath salts, okay? And probably, uh, I don't know, with a side cocktail of of bleach or something because who the hell would try to pawn off their fucking baby? Well, this cocksucker's on the loose, Okay, he's on the loose in Florida, Brian Slocum. You tried to pawn off your fucking baby? Look out for this guy. Look him up. Now, from the picture, I can't tell if he looks like a sick fuck or not, but you're going to get got. You're going to get arrested. You're going to get caught, dumbass. Uh, That's it. That's it. Listen, ranting and raving, uh, bobbing and weaving, moving and grooving. Okay, it's the I Am Rappaport Stereo Podcast. We did the damn thing. Um, Again, San Francisco, I'll be up there next weekend, 18th and the 19th. 18th, sold out. Come see me May 19th at Cobbs Comedy. Tickets are available at CobbsComedy.com. You know where to find us. Email us. Yo, the first 150 t-shirts are on the way. The first 150 that signed up for Luminary, the t-shirts are on their way. Yes. You don't even have to ask. They're butter soft. Yes, you got the email of the design. It's dope. It's beautiful. It's gorgeous. Okay? And the best t-shirts in the world, you wash them, they get softer. They don't get harder. They don't shrink. An XL doesn't turn into a medium. A medium doesn't turn into a small. A double XL doesn't turn into an XL. Butter soft for the best of the best fans. The Iron Rapport Stereo Podcast, you guys are the best of the best fucking fans. We go hard in the podcast paint every single episode for you. I appreciate it. The Dust Brothers appreciate it. I am Rappaport Podcast at gmail.com. If you have any questions or concerns, I am Rappaport Podcast at gmail.com. You can find me on all social media platforms at Michael Rappaport or at I am Rappaport for the entire podcast. Miles Jordan, do me a favor. Yes, I need this. I need this now. Uh, Take me out here with something real nice. Yes, you know what I'm saying. Something real proper, again. And most importantly, something real funky. I'm done.